Hey everybody, what you're about to listen to is a brief, short little sample of our discussion about the latest episode of Star Trek Picard. If you want to hear the entire conversation, support the podcast at patreon.com slash thepenskefile. Thanks. The big issue that these modern Trek shows, and Picard in particular, seems to have is that, like, I don't even really know where to start this. So, the, the the character the the characters in this show are written in a way that's like what I consider to be a cardinal sin of writing something, which is that mm. the characters are written in a way that they have no connection to the universe that they're supposed to inhabit. Right. So mm-hmm. these characters are from the twenty fourth and twenty fifth century, and they are well in the future. When they come back to our time. A nurse comes up to him and says, they're like, where's our friend? And a nurse comes up and she says, Ice took him away. You're never going to see him again. No one goes, what the fuck is Ice? Right? right. Like no one, right. no one is surprised or like questioning about what the hell is going on in this time because they're from 300, 400 years in the future. They should have no connection to what's going on here. It would be like, it would be like you being familiar with like medieval era, like feudalism acronyms right. like you right. would have no idea what you what they're talking about and here it's just taken for granted because of how preachy and stupid and like profoundly stupid this episode is that when they go back and they want to make their little political statement about it the characters don't even react in a reasonable way for the way that they're set up to supposed to be so all it is is just this modern um incredibly progressive profoundly stupid outlook on complicated issues that is like insulting to you as a viewer because this is like the most childish stupid content that i think i've seen in a long time across all of this stuff i don't even want to say it's progressive because i think that's insulting to actual people who hold progressive i think it's progressive activism i think it's a lot of slogans and a lot of like twitter stuff yeah what you know so there's a movie i'm sure there's more than one uh, from a couple of years ago, a Kevin Sorbo movie mm. that is famously right wing actor. Yes, famously yeah. right wing actor. That is essentially the movie Red Dawn, as if Red Dawn wasn't right wing enough. Yep. But instead of the Russians, it's Antifa mobilizing mm-hmm. and like taking over a town in Midwestern Kansas or some shit. Yes. It's r- ludicrous. <laughs> it is, this is the same amount of ludicrous as that. Like it has the same amount of understanding of what it's talking about and the position that it's holding. And it's, it's just, yeah, it's just really, I, I, I find it embarrassing for Star Trek that they are covering, not that they're covering this stuff because sure you can cover this stuff if you want, yeah. but the way they've chosen to do it is just bad. It's just bad. <laughs> it is embarrassing. I mean, and it's tough because when you, when you, when you talk about this stuff, I always feel that like the discussion is so splintered that if you start complaining about left leftist politics, people assume your politics are extreme in the other direction about stuff. Mm-hmm. And I always feel that that's not the case, but like I I would no I would ra- I would no rather watch like a Ted Cruz version of Star Trek than I would watch this trash. Right. Like right. it's just this it's an ideological, unthinking, slogan-based nonsense show where I'm like, I'm kind of wrong in that last week. I was like, I wonder if they're going to actually touch on any of these subjects. 
I was surprised that they came back to it so hard, but I, I'm also kind of right in that I still don't think they're ever going to talk about it, really. You know, it's right. they're just yeah. going to give you more examples of it. And I think that that's the biggest, the biggest flaw to me is that the characters aren't, there's no charm of Voyage Home here because the characters don't act like Star Trek characters in our own time, being surprised by stuff. No. They act like uh, I, normal people. I said it last week or possibly the week before. They need Elnor in this cast to make mm. it at, at, in any way charming because everybody else is too cool. Right. They all show up in the 21st century. They know how to do everything. They're cooler than... Like, that's that's where the charm comes from is, yeah, they're from an advanced future, but like you said, I'm from an advanced future. If you put me back into the year 1300, <laughs> right. it doesn't yep. help me for shit. You know? No, <laughs> you, still, you'd, you'd have a lot of I'm questions. I'm still going to get the plague or an axe in the face relatively quickly. It doesn't yep. help me. Yeah, and... I think the other big thing for me is that the show increasingly feels to me as though it's written by an algorithm where the only Mm -hmm. parameters are you have to fit 55 Star Trek references in a 44-minute episode. Go. And it Mm -hmm. it has no other drive than to do that. And so when I read things like Trek Corps Review, which is like, ejaculating all over itself because of all the references to stuff that's happened before. I look at it and I go, a good example of this is the punk on the bus, right? Which is Mm -hmm. a callback to Voyage Home. There are no longer punks who listen to boomboxes on buses. This doesn't happen. This is in Voyage Home. They went to the 80s when this shit happened because punk was a big thing in the 80s in that era, in the Bay Area and stuff like that. Yeah. It made sense that there was a punk on a bus listening to a stereo. It makes no sense except to be this like masturbatory reference that the same actor is here looking exactly the same it looked, except looking fatter. And like that's – it's just you know, so breaking of the reality of the show. It's – See that's a that's a really good example of of what's lazy about this show because like that's a fine reference to make but as it ha- as it happened I kind of chuckled for a bit and then I thought about it and I was like what a fucking that's the laziest way they could have possibly done that they didn't like, update him right why why don't you have the same guy play like a clean cut businessman right because he's now grown up and he's doing the same thing he's doing the same thing listening to that song but he's listening to it on his phone turned up really Mm -hmm. loud Mm -hmm. because that's something people actually do yeah you know like that that then you're at least putting a spin on it that's kind of clever instead of what they did which is just him being like oh yeah sorry 